Welcome to Kick Your Butts, a show where excuses, limits, and boundaries go to die. Where moving through everything that's holding you back is the key to stepping onto your infinite path and achieving the success you deserve in life, business, and relationships. It's time to take those butts and kick them into oblivion. Now here's your host, Susan Desenzi. Welcome back to another episode of Kick Your Butts, where we take your butts, your limits, your excuses, and your boundaries, and we kick them to the curb into oblivion so you can become who you were meant to be. I am so excited to be here today because I have an amazing guest. Now, here's the thing. There are so many people out there in the world, and we're all doing very similar things, or we can be, right? But we're all unique, and we're all individual. And no matter how many of us are out there working to help people transform their lives and step into who they're meant to be, we all bring a unique flavor and spin to the table. And what I love about my guest today, who I'm going to introduce to you very, very shortly here, is that she does something that I don't know that a lot of people do. I'm sure that there are a lot of people out there doing it, but I haven't personally met them. I've met a couple through my career and through my life. But I never was in that place where I was really that interested in what this meant. And I know I'm being super mysterious, but that's all the more exciting of why this is going to be an amazing show today. So I would like to welcome with deep, deep honor, Kay Sanders. Now, Kay Sanders is a transformational success coach, a Kashuk record guide. That's the piece that's really unique to me international best-selling author and founder of the Divine Business Academy. Kay supports heart-centered entrepreneurs to transform themselves from the inside out so they can step into their own power, releasing the limitations that have been keeping them stuck, and really align themselves with their business and their purpose, transforming their passion into a successful and thriving business and making the impact they're here to make. Her motto, and this is why I wanted to bring her on the show today, everything is possible. Now, doesn't that sound familiar? And she truly believes that everyone, which is so true, has the innate power to not only create amazing success and abundance, but also to heal and take charge of their inner mind that has been running the show up until now. Everyone, as we know, has the power to feel deeply connected to themselves, their business, and the truth of who they are within. I would like to welcome you, Kay, to the show. I'm so grateful and honored that you're here. Thanks for having me. It's definitely an honor to be here as well. Awesome. So one of the reasons that I wanted to bring you on the show is because, well, first of all, we met through a social media site, and we had this amazing conversation. It was just one of those things where, where actually Kay reached out to me, I believe, and we kind of clicked just from writing back and forth for a little bit. And then we set up a time to kind of have a a, a chat. And that little short chat ended up being, do you remember? Hour, hour and a half? I think it was an hour. Yeah, or something, yeah. (laughs) And we had just a great conversation. And we realized that we do very, very similar things, but we approach it from very different perspectives. And I love that because part of infinite possibilities, and as you all know, the name of the show has changed, the format's the same. It's still about stepping into your infinite possibilities, but it's about how we kind of move through and, as Kay said, really heal that inner mind stuff that's going on. So 
one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on, Kay, was because of your work with the Akashic Records. Now, I've heard of this before, and I was kind of interested, but I don't think I was in a place, you know, where I was really ready to learn maybe more about that. And it's always been kind of fascinating, though, but I never really dove deeper. So can you tell me, what is the Akashic Record? Yeah, I'd love to. And I mean, I was there as well. Like when I first came across the Akashic Records, I'm like, okay, it sounds interesting, but I didn't know what to do with that until I actually met uh, my mentor who really helped me understand it better. So the way I like to explain the Akashic Records is it's like your soul's library of all lifetimes where you can really tap into and get guidance about just about anything. My guides also shared with me the word, the Oracle of your soul. Mm. So you have a question, you can get guidance within the records to find out. I mean, you can heal, you can rewrite stories, you can find out about past lives, current lives, future lives, and you, you name it. I mean, it's literally like that oracle of your soul where you can get that guidance, you can do healing, you can do just about anything as it pertains to you that can help you move forward. So when I came across the records and I met my mentor, oh, well, the lady who then turned into a mentor, and she kind of explained to me what it was, I just... I just knew that this is what I needed to do, that this is like what I was here to do. But I was also very resistant and actually stepping into that. Because as you can probably imagine, like, you know, all that spiritual stuff when you're first learning about yeah. it, it's great. But then what, I got to go out there and tell people that I do this? I mean, that's like where I was very resistant to that. So the Akashic Records is really, it changed my life tremendously. But it also took a little bit of uh, the universe pushing me into the direction to really make that part of what I do. Ah, yeah, the old proverbial, the universe kind of banging us over the head, right? The universal two by four, yeah. or sometimes even a four by four. <laughs> I love that, two by four, four by four. So I, and I want to get more into the Akashic Record, but you said something that I think is important. What kind of was the resistance that you found when you heard about it and you kind of struggled with to kind of step into, was it, was it a fear within you, do you think? Was it you know, what do you think it was that you overcame with that? Well, it was not just fear, it was self-doubt and worry what people would say if they would judge me. Because whenever I mentioned something about the Akashic Records, people usually gave me that weird, you know, that, you know, raising the eyebrow yeah. and looking at me like, funny, like, what? Yeah. I mean, one guy actually thought the Akashic Records is an actual filing cabinet, okay, that <laughs> I can have access to that. And it, it's just like, you know, the, the biggest thing was also giving guidance, like telling people, giving them answers. That's where I was like, well, what if I tell them something and they don't like that? You know, yeah. it was like that kind of, that kind of thing. But I know I really have to own that, you know what, whatever's coming through me is not just me, it's coming through me and not from me. But it was really a lot of fear and doubt and especially the spiritual stuff. I mean, that's really like also where I see with a lot of my clients is they're having a hard time really stepping into their power of owning who they are, owning their gifts. And that's like really what was my biggest struggle when it came to really making the Akashic Records a big part of what I do because I had to give people answers. I had to give guidance and, you know, divine guidance. And that part right there, I was like, I don't know about all that. I was like, what, I got to tell people what to do? I'm like, nah, nah yeah, I don't yeah, want to yeah. do that, right? Right. So it was really that, that inner resistance of really stepping into my purpose, stepping into my power. Because the one thing is that, when you know you're on purpose, there is no failure. There is no things are not working out. So knowing that, okay, if I step into this now and make this part of my business, 
then things are going to change because then I am in alignment and clients are going to come and then I have more clientele. And this whole, the fear of success was an awesome on top of that, that really helped me back from everything. I'm like, nope, not doing that. <laughs> so I was like a little brat. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. I, I know. I, you know, I always used to say I, I was kind of like throwing a tantrum in the corner right? You know, I love that, like being a little brat, right? (laughs) I'm like, no, I don't want to. And for me, it was kind it was very similar that it wasn't fear of failure, because I don't believe in failure. It was fear of success. And it wasn't even really the fear of success. It was more about, I suppose, how will I continue to maintain this? If I reach this certain level of success, and I'm seen in a particular way, even though I, I really don't care you know what I mean? How others see me. I mean, like if we're like you're saying, if we stand in our truth and we step into that power, then we really have to just step in and own that. And yet, if there will always be people out there, as we would call them, right, right, haters or something, there will always be people out there that are frustrated. So I'm, yeah, I was definitely you know, just so you know, I had to pause the recording, everybody. So now I'm a little distracted. And I have no idea kind of where I was at. Because I heard some dings on my end. That's totally my fault of my email that was open. And I heard dings. And it's very distracting. And I hate doing that when I'm recording. So I'm sorry, Kay, for that. I'm sorry for the for kind of the stoppage there for a moment. No problem. It happens. (laughs) I think we were talking about the responsibility of when you really step into who you are, that, that additional responsibility. Because once you have all that extra clients and everything, and you're really doing what you're here to do, then there is that, that, that higher responsibility of what if you let people down? I know that was like one thing for me as well. Like what if I let people down? Yes. And I think that was my fear of success as it wasn't maintaining some level of something or how people see me or anything like that, because I really kind of don't care in that way. You're always going to get, you know, the proverbial, as we call them, right? Haters, the people that give you those funny looks or think you're woo woo or crazy or whatever they want to think. But that's exactly it. It was letting them down. So how did you kind of whether it was using the Akashic Record and the guidance that you received from that or, or through your mentor, how did you kind of learn then as you were diving into this to really step through that and move with it so that you could become who you're meant to be and do what you're, what you're doing now, which is so important? No, that's a great question. Now, I just want to add to that. It wasn't just a one thing that I did. It was like over a period of time because I had so much inner healing that I needed to do. The Akashic Record helped me in finding out what that was. But for me, like doing self-healing was always like a bit of a challenge. So I went to my mentor. So she did a lot of healing on releasing a lot of stuff. But I had gone into the records because one of the things when I first started with the records was I did what I was taught. I had to do face-to-face consultations or virtual consultation or over the phone. And I hated those. I did not enjoy those because, well, I kept getting those people that were very resistant to the information. So me as a newbie in the records, I had clients that were, they had this massive wall up. So for me, I felt like I was not able to give them the service that I really, that that the support that I really wanted to give them. So I went into resistance. I'm like, I don't like that. And then my business wasn't going so well. And I got into the records and asked questions. I mean, I had been in my records a lot initially, like in the beginning phase, I was in my records like every week, sometimes like throughout the week as well, to get guidance, to find out what's holding me back financially, my business, what am I supposed to create and all of those different things. 
And there was one time when I went in because I really wanted to find out why am I not moving forward in my business? What's going on? And that's when my guy shared with me that I need to make the records my main thing. And I did not want to do that. So I had a bit of a discussion with my guys. And then they mentioned, because I, I said like, look, I don't like the whole virtual ones. And they're like, do it in writing. So they, my guys really like through the records, I found out what kind of packages can I put together that are really in written, that gives my clients a written report that really outlines their roadmap to their success. And when I got that information, I'm like, I like that. And then what really, what really helped me was once I saw the impact that these readings were making with my clients, like I had this one, this one client who was very resistant. And when I really did a reading for him, I could feel him shift mm. like on the call, just getting the information, just being made aware of that. I just felt that shift and then things changed from then, right? Because he knew what he was supposed to be doing. And just like seeing the impact that I was able to make with these readings, it just helped me to feel more confident about, okay, I think this is what I need to do. And then once I really, you know, did my own healing of, you know, really stepping into my power and owning it. I mean, for me, I think since I just had my first awakening in 2016, I was still like a little mind blown, like, oh my God, I can do all this. Oh my God, yeah. I have these gifts. Oh my God. I was right. like, a, I'm like the kid in a little candy store, right? Yeah. Like I'm almost always amazed when I discover a new gift. So for me, it was not as difficult to stand in my power because I was so amazed with how much, how it felt doing these things, right? So it was not as difficult. And like I said, I was really focusing more on the impact that I was making through the readings, the, the, the responses I was getting from clients. And I was like, you know what, this is what I'm, what I'm here to do. And also help me help my clients better because I was getting the roadmap for their success as well. Oh, I, I love was that. just creating yeah. it for them. But then I knew that this is how they're supposed to grow their business whether it was through speaking or group coaching or whatever it was, and also what is holding them back. So I had a shortcut in a way. And once I realized that I'm like, hey, I love this. This is fun. <laughs> I can do this. And then I just started you know, promoting it and bring, putting it out there. The same for my, when I discovered that I have the gift of speaking in light language. Initially, I had the same kind of challenge, like, okay, light language, that's a little gibberish that no one really understands. That's a little out there. I don't know if I can do that. But so what I did, I actually used these kind of calls, like how we met as a little tester for me, where I just gave examples or kind of like a teaser of the light language, just to kind of play around with it. And just getting the responses from people where they messaged me a couple of days later, like, oh my God, Kate, you won't believe this. I just got two new clients. Or, oh my God, I had this massive realization. I just had this massive download. Just getting that response from clients and from people was really what helped me really own it and step into that. I think if it wouldn't have been for the responses I had gotten, I don't think I would have been able to step into it the way I did and really owning it. And so, yeah. What do you think would have been without getting those responses? What do you think would have been going through your mind as to why then you wouldn't step in and own it the same? as opposed to getting that validation and that approval from people that was saying, hey, yeah, what you're doing is changing my life and transforming and allowing me to step in. What do you think that would have been for you? Do you think it would have just been more of that self-doubt? I think so. Self-doubt, worry, fear, and yeah. those type of things. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it would have been just more like doubt. Like, I don't think this is what I'm here to do. I don't think I can do this. Maybe I'm not good enough. Uh, maybe this is really not what I'm supposed to be doing. I think, the, I mean, I had those kind of thoughts as well, especially in the beginning when I started with the Akashic Records, especially when I, when I did the virtual conversations, I had this doubt. I'm like, well, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I can't do this. I mean, yeah, I had some people that had some great responses, but I also had some that were not so happy. I remember one lady, she did not like what I told her, which was the truth because I really learned very quickly what was coming through me and what was coming from me. Okay. So I knew what I was sharing with her was not me. It was really coming through me, but she didn't like it. She was resistant to that. She literally cried on the phone and I was like, I had to go. I mean, I was already going over the session and I was like I had to let her go because I had to go but it broke my heart and that's when I I had so much doubt so many questions and that's when I actually stopped offering the readings because I was like no I, I'm not doing what I'm here to do this is not in alignment I do not like this and that's when really my discovery then also started like going more into the records finding out like what's going on what's holding me back and also did a lot more healing with my mentor as well to really find my way of stepping to my power. Isn't that interesting how we can be guided towards something, a particular path or a particular person or a way of thinking or believing, and we can feel the power of that. We can know, even on deep levels and even consciously and intellectually, that this is, quote unquote, the right path for us, or this is the direction that we quote unquote, are supposed to be going in. And then we get on that path. And then all of a sudden, there's all these obstacles, there's all these roadblocks, there's all these stop signs, there's the doubts, the fears, the worries, all those things that you were talking about, I've experienced, probably all of us, especially as entrepreneurs have experienced. And then we kind of get frozen for a little while or a little stuck, right? And so it's always interesting how if we just keep taking and putting one foot in front of the other, and reevaluating how how it's actually that little guidepost, that little stop sign is what we needed to move on to the next stop or the next part of the path. So I, I love that you did and I'm and I'm really grateful that you were able to kind of move past that and realize, no, I do like this. This is in alignment for me. So what would they get out of getting an Akashic record reading? What can they learn? Just about anything. I mean, I focus a lot on the business side and abundance. So I focus a lot on how to really grow your business. Who's your ideal client? How are you meant to use your gifts? What is your purpose in life? What are your divine gifts? So I really focus with the reading a lot on the business growth and also financial abundance and also who are you at a soul level. But I mean, you can find out just about anything as it pertains to you. If you want to find out about love relationship as it pertains to you, you can find out about that, about health. And I mean, just anything because like I said it's really like a library like whenever I access someone's records I literally see a library with tons of books in there so it's for each and every situation life experience everything so everything is there but uh, you know it's really it gives you that roadmap to your success it also can go into a past life now would you mind if I share a story about one of my clients that kind of also touches on what we just talked about about really stepping into your power oh absolutely I'd love it please share like I had one of my clients who's been really she's been on a spiritual path for like basically all her life so it was not new for her and actually she came to me for a reading so I did a reading for her and gave her guidance about something that she knew that happened in a past life 
that she knew was still affecting her today, but she couldn't really find out. She didn't know what exactly it was. She just knew that it was a situation, a past life that was holding her back. So I gave her the, the deep insights into what exactly was happening in that story. So she really took something on from a past life that she held on and did not let go of. So in this lifetime, she was really struggling with moving forward, with allowing things. Like she was like basically supposed to let the energy flow through her, but she was holding on to it. So she was holding on to all that energy from her past life. So we did some healing around that. Now, another thing, what happened was she was very afraid of really stepping into her power as well. A situation came up for her where she was really triggered when someone really called her out on her gifts making her feel like this small, right? So really like, oh my God, I, I can't go out there. I can't do this. But she wanted to do events. She wanted to create events, retreats, big events. I'm not talking about small, but she wanted to create big events. We discovered that this situation with this one lady that really called her out was part of her journey. She needed to learn this so, so she can step into her power. Because if she would have gone out there and doing these events and someone would have come up to her like, what you do is weird she would have crumbled. So sometimes we have to experience certain things. And that's also one thing that we can learn within the records. What karmic cords are still attached to us? What life lesson are we meant to learn that will allow us to move forward? So with her, she needed to go through all these things because now she learned that one lesson that she needs to really own her gifts, like really value her gifts, step into her power. So now as she's doing events, she's having amazing success. Love that. Love that. So how did you come to find, like, it sounds, and correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds a bit like you were kind of moving along in your life and you were, you know, doing some of the things that you loved. And then all of a sudden the Akashic Records became an important part of your life. How did you even come to that? I mean, that's well, <laughs> like a big difference between, right, transformational coaching to all of a sudden, you know, potentially adding the Akashic record, which is, again, like you said, to some people would be really out there. I personally don't think it is. And I don't think any of my audience thinks it is. But you never know, right? That's why we have that, that quote, unquote, woo woo term. Right? Yep. <laughs> some people will say, oh, that's, but like you said, people who are giving you that raised eye, like, what? Uh -huh. So what, what kind of, how did you hear about it? What got you into that? Well, actually I wasn't even a transformational success coach. I mean, that term really just came about this year because of all the changes I've been going oh. through. I started as a business coach, strictly system strategies. I'm from Germany. I love processes. I love that strategic part, right? So I started with the business side. I mean, I was still working with coaches and healers. I mean, still the same kind of niche, but it's just, it, it evolved from there. But I started out in that. And then when I had my first awakening in 2016, I came across like the whole angel world. I was introduced to the angel world. So I started playing with my Oracle cards just for myself though. And I kept getting this one card that said, you have access to the Akashic Records. I'm like, what the heck is that? <laughs> I don't know what that is. So I went online, did some research, even got me a book from this one lady. And the way she explained it is that you've got to go in meditation and then stuff comes to you. So I did that. I got into meditation. And I sat there, but nothing was coming. <laughs> that doesn't make no sense. I'm not getting anything. I mean, I had some weird things that like images that flying and it scared the crap out of me. Sorry, my language, but it's really, oh, just you like can so swear scary. on this show. <laughs> it was so scary. I'm like, okay, I don't like this. So I stopped messing with that. 
but I kept getting this card and I'm like, okay, I, I gotta look into this. So, you know, I do a lot of LinkedIn outreaches and I met this one lady who is an Akashic Record consultant and also trainer. So she's a consultant through this one lady so she can teach her process. And I'm like, I need to talk to her. So we set up a time and I was like, okay, I, I keep getting this card. Tell me, what the heck is this? I don't understand this. So she gave me that kind of like the little the ballpoint of what it is. And she kind of gave me like, like a, kind of like an introduction what, of what it is. And I was like, I need to learn this. So me and her, we really clicked right away. I'm like, look, you need to teach me how to do this. And the rest is history. She was, became my mentor. Like two years later, we're actually now friends. And she was really the, she was the one who really kept me going for a very long time because for me, I didn't have a spiritual mentor. So all that woo-woo stuff, I was lost. I knew I was, an, I was an empath. I found out about that also in 2016. But I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? I know now I have all these gifts. I don't, it doesn't make sense. Mercury retrograde makes me feel like crap. And <laughs> what is going on? And how am I supposed to do this? And I was just lost. So she was really my go-to person. I mean, I bucked her so much. Like each week, I think I emailed her like, hey, this is what's going on. Am I crazy? She's like, nah, it's just this and this. I'm like, okay, cool. You're good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love <laughs> so that, right? It really, it, it led me to my non-spiritual being really woke up to embracing that side and then the, the whole uh, transformational success coach really came about this year as I also then included the, the light language because I realized just being a intuitive business coach didn't really cover the powerful work that I'm now here to do. It doesn't cover that deep transformational work that I'm now able to facilitate through the light language, through the Akashic records. And I mean, I just went through a whole kind of shift this year, somewhat of a rebrand as well that really led me to becoming that transformation success coach because now I focus more on the inner work with my clients rather than the business. I mean, the business still, we still work on the business, but the initial part is really helping my clients discover who they are so they can really just step into their power of really owning who they are, releasing whatever's keeping them from really embracing their side, and then we really work on their business. But the initial part is really uncovering, awakening, and stepping into their power. Yes. Yes, yes, for sure. So if an entrepreneur, you know, or someone, a business owner, or someone who's thinking about getting into business, whatever the case may be with the realm of their business and kind of moving into that purpose, how does the Akashic Record really help them if they're, let's say, just kind of brand new as you were to the Akashic Records, they're brand new, whether they really believe it or not, if they come to you kind of like, how would that process work? How would that unfold if they came to you? Like, what would happen? Well, um, if someone doesn't really know about the records, I wouldn't suggest my bigger readings because, yes, my bigger readings really gives them clear detail about their business, of what they're here to do, how to make it happen, really how to ignite their business. But if someone doesn't really know about them, we usually suggest do a five-question reading because, for one, it's not as expensive as the bigger reading, but it gives them kind of like a taster of what they will get. So usually they start out with that just to kind of get some insight. And then they provide me with the questions because my bigger readings, the questions are already preset because they're theme-based, based on, let's say, you want to ignite your business. Okay, there are 18 questions in there. They're really focused around igniting your business, getting your business off the ground, really giving you that, that, that roadmap to really get going. 
the five question rating, that's just like someone gives me, a client gives me their questions that they have. I mean, I guide them around that. But then I take a couple of days to do the reading and writing. Mm-hmm. I type it up. I send it to them. Then we set up a time to have a conversation because I always want to go over the reading with my clients because funny enough, the most important thing for them to know, they skip it. They rush through it. Okay. So yeah. How, like, help me out here. Like, give me an example of like one of those things that, that it might be super important and they skip right past it. Oh my God. There's so many things. Um, okay. Let's say one of my clients, I did a reading for him. It took him two weeks to open it up and read it. So we had a reschedule. Oh, was he scared? Total resistance. Really? Because the okay. thing is in the records, you get the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Then you can't say, oh, I didn't know. You know, like then ignorance is no longer bliss, right? Because then you know. And sometimes the truth kind of hurts or is uncomfortable. It feels in alignment. So I've not had one client who said, ah, this does not make any sense. They all feel that, you know what? Yeah, that's right. But it's like, for example, with my one client, the biggest thing was like he was so in fear mode that was sabotaging everything he was trying to do. He was in such fear mode. And as we're going through the reading, that's one thing. Oh, yeah, I read that. And okay, let's move on. I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's (laughs) kind of step back because you're missing the big point here. And it's it's funny. Like, it's sometimes it's not even something major. It's really just like a small little thing that is so important. But my clients, they kind of just skip over it. So I like to have a conversation with them to go Eat by uh, go through each of the questions, each of the answers to make sure they're really understanding it, that they're really getting the gist of it. Because sometimes you read something and it, you're getting part of it, but you're still kind of resistant. So you're not getting the full gist of it. So as I go through the reading with them, they're like, ah, oh, now it makes sense. Now all the the puzzle pieces kind of connect to make a nice picture. Before you had all these different pieces right? It made sense here. It made sense there. But then when we go through the reading and they're getting the bigger picture, how it all really connects with all these other things, then they're just sitting there like, oh, wow. Okay. Now that makes sense. So that's why I don't just send a reading. I also have a conversation with them. Nice. Well, and I think that's super important too, because I think that, you know, from this kind of kick your butts kind of place now, right? You know, within the show and us stepping into all of us on this planet who have the power to step into those infinite possibilities. That's why I love your motto, right? Everything is possible. It is a hundred percent true. Having a conversation with them after you've sent them this in-depth reading, which they may or may not, like you said, have glossed over and probably have because it's so scary. I bet you heard a lot of butts, didn't you? Mm, Not necessarily. No, like I, I'm just imagining like that makes sense, but because that's where the resistance is showing up, right? The but happens afterwards. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. How so? Because, well, now you know. Uh-huh. And then you have to take action. That's when the buts happen. Well, it makes sense, but I'm not ready for that. Right, right, right. That, it that, makes yeah. sense. It really feels right. I know this is what I'm here to do, but I don't know if I'm ready for that. My biggest thing was, I know I need to be on, on stage. Yeah. That's where my biggest butt is coming from. Really? I'm not ready for that. Really? You have such a presence and now the, you know, the, this, the, this is recorded. And, and so you all know, when, when I interview somebody, we do it via a platform where we get to see each other. 
through Zoom, right? Through video. I don't place that video up on the episodes though, because, you know, some people are doing video and audio podcasting and some people are just doing audio and I'm still at the stage of just doing audio because a lot of people aren't, aren't watching video yet on podcasts. The draw of podcasts oftentimes is that you can hear and be doing things while you're doing it. You don't want to have to watch it too. So you all can't see Kay and you'll see a picture of her and stuff, but you can't see her live. And she has a presence that is very, one, it's beautiful, two, it's, it's real and authentic, and three, it's big, right? Like you can feel, you. Aw, she, you can feel her presence. <laughs> you belong on stage. So let me ask you, and I'm not therapizing you here. Let me ask you though, why do you think, oh, this is perfect. This is so perfect. Knowing what you know having access to the Akashic Records the way you do, doing the kind of work you do. I've got to ask you then, why do you think that's a big but for you of being on stage? You know what? I'm, that's been, I know I'm ready. I know I'm moving towards that. Now my biggest challenge is, because I mean, online speaking, I have no problem. Doing videos, doing, I have no problem. For me, it's about being on stage in a front. I want to. I really want to. I know this is where I'm being drawn to. My big challenge now is here locally, I get this big inner no. Every time when I'm thinking, well, I could do a workshop. And I have this, not just a big no in the back. No, it is from deep within. I'm like, no. It's like, it feels like it's not my place to do workshops or speaking here locally, mainly because I've had a lot of bad experience where people simply don't get what I do. And I don't want to... And I'm sorry to say it, but like dumb it down in a way or like sure. be someone else just right. to fit someone else's point of view because I'm spiritual. I'm woo-woo. I'm full-blown woo-woo. And you know when you talk to me, but a lot of people here don't resonate with me. I actually had one person really call me out for like antichrist and stuff like that. I'm like, what? So for me, it feels like that here locally is not the right time. I know next year I will be on stage. I know. Okay. So it's not stopping you. You're just no. shifting your path a little yes. bit as far as waiting for that fork in the road that is the more aligned path for being able, as far as speaking on stage. Exactly. Okay, beautiful. And that's also the thing with the records. Like, because I've known about, you know, going on stage for a very long time. The thing is, I didn't just not do anything about that. I've been working on myself. I've been healing. I've been going into my records. I've been doing, taking steps. I've been doing trainings. I've taken steps to move towards that. So I know one day I will be on stage. I know next year is going to be my time when I will be on stage. It's just everything led to it. So even though I found out about me speaking last, I think last year or the year before when I did a reading on myself. So I know my path is going to lead towards being on stage. I have not stopped moving towards it. It's just, I haven't achieved that yet. That's where a lot of people, when they get a reading, the butt is coming in. So they're having all these butts coming up. It's just, if they don't do anything with it, the reading is basically pointless because they're wasting, I don't want to say wasting, but they're not doing anything with it. So as long as my clients move forward, moving through their butts, then the reading can be really their roadmap to their success. But they have to move forward. They have to take the actions to move forward and move through their resistance. And do you find that a lot that once people have those answers from a reading that they do tend to kind of stop or, or feel a little paralyzed because of some of the fear of the butts or the excuses or the boundaries, some of that inner game work that they really haven't 
dealt with or know how to deal with, do you find that that then completely stops them in your in your experience so far? Or do you find that even if they are held back a bit for a while, that ultimately by working with you or stepping in little by little at maybe a slower pace because it eases their fear and allows them to do some of that healing work, that then they're able to move forward. What have you found to be more the case with your clients? Well, yes, they are moving forward because just being made aware of what's in, you know, through the questions, through the answers, they're shifting already. Mm -hmm. Because like I said, then they're not ignorance to the unknown no more because then they know what their path is. Then it's really up to them. Some they move faster than others. I had one lady, one client who shifted like right on the call that right after we got off the call, she got two new clients just because she made that energetic shift. So when it comes to the readings, it's really, I haven't found anyone yet who doesn't do anything with it anymore. Because that's why I also do it in writing. So they always have something to go back to. Oh yeah. And usually it may take some time. I know I had one client, I did a reading for her, I think about a year ago. And she didn't do anything really with it for that time. And then when I reached out to her, just kind of check in with her, she had slowly made that shift. Sometimes it just takes some time to be ready for that. You know what's what you're here to do. Same thing with me about the speaking. I know this is where I'm where I'm meant to be. But it's like, you know, taking those steps. So I haven't found any of my clients who's not doing anything. Even one of my clients who was resistant to reading or to actually reading his reading, he's still moving forward just at a much slower pace. Sometimes the fear is so intense. I mean, that's why I, I always suggest to continue working with me because then I now also use the light language to really heal and release and let go of a lot of stuff that's really holding my clients back and activate them. But even if they just come to me for a reading, they still are being activated through the reading, through the message that we're getting. And it's up to them what they do. But usually when people come to me, they're already ready to move forward. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And the reading is kind of giving them that little kickstart. But then, of course, what they do with it, it's up to them. Either they work with me or they move on, you know, do to do their own thing. But they always have that reading to kind of go back to. And sometimes when you reread that reading, like a few months later, then you're getting you're getting that hit like, oh my God, now this makes sense. Right. Yeah. Well, and I really believe that, you know, nobody's going to come to any of us, to, to anybody, right? To any coach or therapist or, you know, mentor or program or service or anything unless they're really ready and guided on some deeper level whether they realize that consciously or not is a totally different story and i think then when we step into that place of deep awareness and conscious awareness and it's together in a synergistic way wow that's when we really can step into action and step into that power and i think that sometimes as we're doing that though then other layers come up, those fears, those doubts, those concerns, what, whatever it might be, all that emotional stuff from our past conditioning and all that inner mind chatter that can get in the way, then kind of creeps up for healing. We become aware of it and we either do something with it and learn to move through it and with it, or we let it stop us and hold us back. So you've mentioned a few times now light language. I'm really interested, what is that? Uh, yes, some people, they know of it as speaking in tongue. I mean, I just recently learned about this term as well. I didn't know that. So light language is like I channel higher beings. I channel the beings of light in the most natural 
language of the higher beings. Okay. So it really comes out as gibberish, but it really is it. Uh, whatever I channel is light codes of healing and activation. Okay. So I channel the higher beings to really do a lot of that healing for my clients on an energetic cellular and DNA level. So really it, it goes deep. So it's really, it sounds like gibberish. You really can't understand it, but when you're really tuning in and feeling it, so many amazing things are happening. So what, what have you found? Like, when did that come about for you at the same time that you were kind of diving into the Akashic records or was that a period later? Oh, that was like about two years later. Cause I have been working with the records for about two years, two, 17, 18. Yeah. Two years now, the light language came about earlier this year because I hurt myself really bad. So this year has been very challenging for me. It oh. was like that major smackdown from the universe, oh. I guess you can say. Yeah. And I, uh, you know, it's, it's part of the process. Yes, it was painful, but I still believe that everything happens for a reason. Sure. But do, during my recovery where I couldn't walk, sit, I mean, I was in pain. I really just wanted to die. It was that bad. I oh. did a lot of healing as well. So one of my healing ladies, she actually mentioned to me that I should learn how to speak in soul language, but also didn't really know what that meant. My guides in the records had also shared with me that I should learn a process of how to activate people. So I had looked into like DNA activation, but it didn't resonate. It resonated to a point, but it didn't in, a, in another point. And then when my lady, she mentioned about the whole soul language, I started doing research and I came across a, a couple of ladies like on, on YouTube that spoke in light language and I tuned into that and I just felt the energy and it was just so amazing. I mean, the very first time I actually heard light language, I busted out laughing because I'm like, is he on crack? Because <laughs> I, I didn't know what it was and I thought yeah. it was a meditation. I just listened to it and he just starts the gibberish. But his frequency was different. I didn't resonate with that. And then when I came across a lady who actually taught, she did like an activation, two-hour activation training workshop online. I signed up for that. And that just opened me up so wide to light language that it just flows. I mean, now I don't have to practice. I don't have, it just flows through me. But it was all just because I had gotten hurt. I was on my inner healing journey of really like a lot of stuff was coming up for me. And through the healing, I discovered like, it's like really like letting go of all these layers that were overcovering basically my gift. And once I really started letting go of that and reconnecting to that part of me, it was just, it was just amazing. Wow. So this is fascinating. So uh, let me ask the tough question. And I'm sure a lot of you guys out there are, are wondering this. I know I am. If someone comes to you and I, and I'm kind of laughing and smiling here for those of you that obviously can't see, because, you know, everybody always wants to know, like, when are they going to die or how they're going to die or, you know, if bad things are going to happen. So I'm, I'm going to ask the question just curiously, when somebody comes to a reading with you for a, an Akashic Record reading, are those kinds of things something they can find out? Or does the Akashic Record kind of, it has the info, but you as the Akashic Record guide know to not reveal that information to them because we as humans might not know what to do with that kind of info. Well, it's not really that because we have all free will. Okay. So let's say I would tell you, hey, if you go driving down the highway next week, you're going to die. Okay. Right? Yeah. What are you going to think you're going to do? You're oh, not yeah, going to go on that highway, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. So for me, I don't predict anything. 
Like if anyone comes to me, like when will I find my, my soulmate? I don't do that. I okay. would tell them go to a psychic because I think that's what I do. I do not predict. Even when I ask about, you know, how to grow the business, the guides makes, makes suggestions. Okay. Because the thing is, what you do with that is completely up to you. Right. I had gone into my records once. I'm like, hey, when do I meet my Mr. Right? My guy shared with me. And it was June and I'm going I'm to meet him in Starbucks. And I think it was like last year. I'm like, I didn't meet my soulmate then because I still had free will because subconsciously I know I'm not ready to meet my soulmate. You see, that's why I would not make any predictions that way because you have free will. If you're not ready energetically, subconsciously to call forth whatever you're asking for, you're, you're not going to do it. Right, you're not going to allow that. So, and the death thing, I wouldn't touch that anyways because nah, don't yeah. want to. Right? No, <laughs> I'm no, no. The line here. <laughs> I, no, I hear you. I would, yeah, no, no, I totally get that. And I think you that you know that's an important point. We have free will, and that's the thing. No matter what information we get from wherever, even if it's from deep inside of us, we get that knowingness. We get that kind of soul guidance. We get that heart voice that tells us, do this or do that, or, you know, go here, go there, follow this path or that path, or that intuitive kind of knowingness from within that I call kind of that heart and soul voice. We have free will. And sometimes it is a question that we are just not ready. And it's not ready like, I don't think that it's ready like, we have to go through five more experiences before we'll be ready, or we have to experience two more years of this before we'll be ready. I think it's just a question of, I'm a firm believer that every experience we have, I don't buy into the whole, we need to learn it. I believe as a soul, we already know it at the soul level, have chosen to step into a body in order to experience it. And so if I'm not ready to experience this layer of healing or this layer of what we would call in human consciousness struggle or obstacle or problem or negativity, whatever it might be, right, then we're going to keep making the same choices or following the same path until we are ready to kind of either peel away that layer or step into that power or become, you know, become who we're meant to be, all those things. And so I think what sounds beautifully amazing about the Akashic Records is that it's just really kind of another, like you said, roadmap to that guided path that if we are ready and choose to follow that path, we will. And if we aren't, we won't. And yet we still have the info and can decide all along the way when we're ready to follow that. Would you agree? Totally. The records is what gets you into alignment. That knowing is what gets you in alignment with your path. Um, you know, going back to me on being on stage, I know this is where I need to be. This is where my purpose is. This is where I will make the biggest impact, right? So it's that roadmap that will lead me there, that getting ready to step into that is the challenges, the experience that I'm gaining and all of those different things. But I know even like when I went from not doing the Akashic Records to now being more on the spiritual path, now I'm more in alignment. It's really when you're getting that information, it's getting you into alignment. I mean, I had clients that, you know, they, for example, about the idea clients, they were just a little bit off, just a tiny little nudge where they were off. As soon as they found out and shifted into that, things were flowing. 
Because the thing is, with the Akashic Records, when you're in alignment, things start to flow. Once you are going onto this path of what you're here to do that's most in alignment with you, with you right now, then things are flowing. Right now, if you're experiencing a lot of hardship and challenges and whatnot, that's usually because you are misaligned and these challenges are here to guide you on your path. That's what I believe. It's like helping you get ready to step into that next level of what you're here to do of your, your purpose or whatever it is that you, that you, you want to call it. But it's really like guiding you to that of helping you become that person that you are already are within yourself. But it's been overshadowed by all that limiting beliefs, the doubt, the fear, and all these other things that society told you. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't be spiritual. You can't make money being spiritual and all of those different things. It's really helping you become who you are already within, but not quite ready to really embody or step into and embrace. So curiously, because, you know, we both share that, that very same motto, essentially, of anything is possible for anyone. And no matter what you've been through and what you've gone through, you can step into that place of power for yourself. What do you tell people when you've come across that with your clients over time, where they get into that kind of negative space of just being so afraid or so conditioned to their past that they just are having trouble seeing that path and that possibility. How do you kind of help them through that? Well, each and every one of my clients gets a reading for on the coaching level. So if they're, if they're coaching clients of mine, they all get multiple readings to keep them in alignment. So they already know what's going on. They already know why they're not, you know, making a lot of money. They already know why they're, you know, stuck in their business or whatnot. So at that point, I use their light language to really heal, release res any resistance. So I tune in to either do past life work or, you know, inner child work or just kind of tuning into that energy of whatever you're feeling right now. So if you're feeling afraid and resistance, we go into, I have them tune into that feeling. I speak some light language to really release that. So it's not just like a one-time thing that I do. It's like whenever stuff comes up, I assist my clients by providing them with that light language healing and activation. Or sometimes even offering additional reading or I tune in as well. I ask my guys like, hey, what's going on? What can we work on right now? What is most important to be let go of? And those type of things. So I really work a lot with my higher guidance to make sure to help my clients in whatever way possible to really move forward. But then at the same time, I only assist. Mm -hmm. I cannot do the change right. for them. I yeah. cannot make them change. So if they are resisting that, I don't even get guidance to offer them a light language session because they need to come to their own terms of really stepping into their power. Because it's one thing, you know, giving, being like in victim mode and having other people do the healing for you but then it's just kind of bouncing off because you're not ready to receive that. But when you really stand in your power and like, okay, I'm ready to let that go now. Whatever I do to facilitate the healing will do the, do the job, will do the healing because my clients are ready to that. So it's really, you know, finding out like what's really going on. You know, like I said, I use the records also as a guide for me to know what's going on with my clients and then just really tapping in. Okay. What, what do we need to do? I kind of connect with my client's higher self to find out also what do we need to do right now? And so it's really, I really embody that spiritual aspect a lot more than I did before, which I think is like a little bit of a shortcut now, right? I'm kind of like cheating <laughs> yeah. in a way, right? <laughs> no, I love that because it sounds like it's really, it truly is a mind, body, spirit kind of work then, which I think is important because I think I know 
for me as a therapist for so many years, even though I've always operated from a very mind, body, spirit place, I still was very limited to some degree with my clients in some realm within that, just because of the nature of maybe the relationship at the time or how they were seeing me. You know, I I could be woo-woo, but I couldn't go too woo-woo. In other words, we could talk about it, but I can't do any of the additional work that I do with them in this confines of therapist and client, right? Especially if they were seeing me through, you know, in my office or through insurance or whatever, I had to be very careful of some of those boundaries. And that was very limiting for me. So it sounds like, you know, you really do a mind, body, spirit kind of work with them coming from these different places. And I love that. I think that's so important because I think if we just focus on, all right, the systems and the processes, which you loved, right? And the strategies as a business coach, that's great. And it can help a lot. But if we're finding ourselves stuck, trapped in some kind of mind thoughts, trapped in some kind of conditioned past pieces that we really aren't stepping in, we could sit there all day long and just say things like, I'm stuck. And I don't know why this is happening. And go into those self-doubts, and we're really not moving forward. So if someone was interested, which it's, it's fascinating what you're doing, and I love it. If someone was interested in learning more about you and your work and getting into contact with you for a reading of any kind, whether it's a one of the five-card readings or one of the bigger kind of package readings, how would they get in touch with you, Kay? I mean, ideally through my website, it's ksanders.com. I mean, I do offer also a complimentary breakthrough success strategy session where I actually also dive deep a little bit into, okay, what can we do to help you and actually give them an experience of what it is to work with me. I mean, I don't do a reading at that point, but just to kind of see where are my clients, because since I do offer so many different things, I would love to have a conversation with someone just to find out, okay, where are you? What would be the best way, the best thing for you right now? So my website also has my different readings there on the product. So, you know, anyone that's interested in finding out a little bit more about that, you can take a look at that. I have the different readings there, even the light language. So you can kind of get an idea of what it looks like. Even the questions that I answer within those bigger readings are listed there as well. So you can kind of know like what's included as well. But my website is really the best way. And you can also find me on LinkedIn. I'm a LinkedIn girl. Oh, nice. And that's actually how Kay and I met was through LinkedIn. Exactly. Well, and she has generously offered to give you all a breakthrough to success strategy session for free, 60 minutes. That's super, super generous. Thank you so much for offering that you know, to, to my audience. And again, you would go to www.kay. Sanders, S-A-N-D-E-R-S.com. That's www.ksanders.com. All of that information will be listed in the show notes. Please take a look. I'm sure you will not be disappointed if you, you know, sign up for a strategy session with Kay, and it may lead you to finding out more information about where you're at in your life. And if you're feeling stuck or not very capable of moving forward at this point, definitely get with Kay. So we all have just a couple of minutes left here, Kay. I would love to to ask you for your, what I'm calling the kick your butts kind of moment that you can offer up to my audience. From your expertise, what would be a piece of advice that you would want to offer up from that kind of, I want to, but kind of place? Embrace that actually. 
because mm. whatever is coming up, that big butt, yeah, that's usually leading you into the right direction. Because oftentimes when we're getting that butt, it's keeping us from stepping into, stepping outside of our comfort zone. Because out there, it's like scary. Oh my God, I don't know what's going to happen. That's usually when the butts are coming. I would like to invite you really take a step back and ask yourself, what is going on here? Why am I resisting this? What would be the worst that could happen? And what would be the best that could happen? Because if you overcome that butt and you come out on the other side, you have grown on such a tremendous level that you look back and you're like, hey, that wasn't even so bad. So I would really like to invite you to embrace your butts instead of letting them stop you from like, oh, I can't do this. This is too scary. No, embrace it. Look at it from a point, from a detached kind of point of view. Like, okay, what lesson am I learning here? What's the gift in the situation? Because I really believe, and that was one thing my coach kind of drilled into me because I did, at first I thought he was bananas because he said, everything that's happening to you, it's not happening to you. It's happening for you and to your highest and greatest good. At first, I actually told him, look, you're bananas. I don't know what the heck you're talking about because <laughs> that doesn't make no sense. But okay. But then afterwards, I really sat there and I was like really thinking about, you know what? He's right. So all of my buds, I'm really looking at them as valuable lessons, really gifts that allow me to have a choice. Because when you have a butt, you have a choice. You can choose to stick to, to your, what you've been doing and letting your butt really derail you or... You stand in your power and you look at, okay, what's on the other side? Is this really that scary that it's going to stop me? Are you really going to give your power away to some stupid little butt just exactly. because you're afraid? A three-letter word. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Right. So, and it's hard. I mean, I got to do it too, right? But we all do. Sometimes, We're human. Yes. It, sometimes it is really hard, but when you really step into your power and realize that you're never given more that you can't handle and that it's only going to help you grow and move forward, wouldn't you want to discover what's on the other side? Because that's where you're meant to be anyways. That's exactly where you're meant to head. And then maybe look at like a little closer. What are you resisting? What is really going on? Because the butt is not what's stopping you. It's what you think this butt has the power over you is what's stopping you. What's on the other side of that butt? That's what scares you. And maybe look into that. So really embrace your butts rather than resist them. Love that. Love that. And, and there was an old business teacher that said, if you believe the universe is hostile, than it is. If you believe that the universe is friendly, though, just like you said, then everything that's happening is happening for you, even when it appears negative. When it's positive, it's for you, and it's for your best and highest good. And when it's perceived as negative, it's still for you because it's still moving you forward. I love that. Well, Kay, thank you so much for being a guest on Kick Your Butts today. It was an amazing conversation. I just adore you. And I think that what you're doing is just very profound and amazing work and very important to really help all of us continue to awaken, step into that power and become who we're meant to be. Thank you so much. Oh, thanks so much for for having me, Susan. It was definitely a pleasure. Absolutely. Well, everybody, go out there and kick your own butts today. Go out there and obliterate your boundaries and your excuses and your limitations. Step into who you were meant to be. Step into your infinite possibilities and onto your infinite path because the world needs you and they're waiting for you to show up for them. So go out there and kick your butts and I will see you guys next week. Ciao for now. 
You've been listening to Kick Your Butts, where sitting on your butts is no longer an option, figuratively and literally. To access the show notes and important links from today's episode, please visit kickyourbutts.com. While you're there, please share your Kick Your Butt story by clicking the Start Recording button. It might just be included in a future episode. Thanks for listening today. Now get out there and kick those butts to the curb.